off the ball, cheering on the girls in green. I followed the Irish women since 1983. 82,000 people, that's going to be something else. There'll be a hell of a lot of Irish in that, and it'll be a hell of a game as well. Love off the ball, we really do love off the ball. Hurling on off the ball. With Board Gosh Energy. Hurling, it's anyone's game. Now then, you're welcome back. I have to say, everybody in the office delighted with our next guest when we uh, got word that he was able to come in. He is an iconic figure in Irish sport. He'll hate that description, but he is. 16 years at the top level with the Cork Hurlers. Uh, Represented the footballers as well. Won a National League and a Munster title with the footballers. Played in an All-Ireland final. And then on the hurling front, three All-Ireland medals, five Munsters, one National League, three times a hurling All-Star, the 04 Hurler of the Year. And uh, not your average life story either, as Michal Amurhertig once put it. Uh, his father's from Fermanagh, his mother's from Fiji, neither a hurling stronghold. So for the week that's in it, it is super to have Sean Ogahalpin here in the studio. You are most welcome. Thanks, Joe, and um, good to be here. Thanks for having me on this icon- iconic show itself. Can I, oh. um, it's been busy for you. Can I? Well, it has. It's funny, we were um, just over in uh, Sydney, the World Cup getting underway tomorrow and I was just thinking you know, looking back at your life one of the here's the wild thing about you uh, that you'll know it's a starter for me really <laughs> Sydney isn't it yeah it is uh, not many people would know that and yeah, probably yeah. a lot of your listeners would associate me being born bred you know on the north side of Cork City but far from it yeah you know, um, so here's the mad thing 88 11 year old Sean Og arrives over to an Irish winter yeah now that's <laughs> middle of February oh <laughs> my god <laughs> Child, where are you going? Oh, child, where are you going? Child cruelty for starters. Yeah. So you arrive over at 11 and 88. The mad thing is, 11 short years later, you win an All-Ireland Senior Hurling Final for Cork. And two weeks after that, you play in an All-Ireland Football Final against Meath. I mean, per Teddy McCarthy's passing last month, like what he did was iconic. My God, 11 years to go from pitching up, where the hell am I, to two All-Ireland Finals in the space of two weeks is... Um, kind of hard to get your head around when you think about it. Yeah, um, if you put it that way, it is. Um, for years, I wouldn't have put it in my head that way. Yeah. Kinda, it was just onto the next training session, onto the next game, year, how can I improve? How can I make the school team? How yeah. can I make the club team? Like even making a Cork team would have been the wildest dreams, do you know what I mean? Growing up in Canterbury, Bankstone in Sydney, yeah. kind of bizarre thing about it though is maybe it was just fate but I remember um, uh, growing up in Sydney um, dad used to wake myself and Dale up so Dale is he's a year younger than me um, and then there's a gap between myself and Dale and Satanton not exactly for about eight years so you know um, um, so I remember in Sydney for a few years dad we used to wake us up half twelve at midnight in Australia to listen to the all Ireland hurling finals and football, but we like I was five or six. I had no clue what it was like. What, what am I but like one of the names, there's just two names that jump out vividly. One is Jimmy Barry Murphy and Jack O'Shea. They were the only like didn't know what was going on. <laughs> didn't know what, didn't know what the game was really. You know, only that it was played in Ireland, and my dad was Irish. I hadn't a clue, but it's funny. Then you fast forward, and and I'm I, I'm playing Cork Miners, and who's my manager? But the guy that I'm listening to on the radio, like back those years ago in Sydney, can I? I haven't taught him that. You wouldn't, you know. 
Um, Why haven't you told him that? No, I sure did. He'd be delighted to hear that. What, what an image that is of you and your brother probably have never seen the game and trying to have to figure out what it is through the radio and your dad millions of miles from the home. Oh yeah, I, and I, I, I remember it was it was probably, there was only, I said that must have been 15 years living abroad at that stage. Do you know, he immigrated, left Fermanagh, Ross left Fermanagh in, in the early 70s. So um, you can imagine for a person living abroad, that was the only probably occasion where he could really connect at home. Yes. And he'd have a beer at midnight. Yeah. And if we were lucky enough, he'd give us a sip. <laughs> it was the only time I drank alcohol. Well, I tell you a lie. I did dabble a small, but when I was 17 years of age, but I've been teetotaler since. But like, yeah, myself and there would have kind of twoies, which was uh, a, a Sydney beer, you know, kind of. Yeah. And I mean, no one drank Foster's, even though Foster's was heavily commercialised here as the Australian beer. But like when you're Sydney, you were drinking twoies. So myself and there would sip twoies. It was the only, t- yeah. And, um, and it was the only time he'd feel like you could even picture him yeah. in like Keonkora in Crow Park watching the game. And then that was it. Following there, you just got on with life as a Sydney Tonian. Is that what they called people yeah. living from Sydney? And the other, other occasion in the year where I kind of half believed that such a place Ireland existed was Patrick's Day. Because if a fell in a weekday, we'd get a day off and that would bring us to the Patrick Day Parade in downtown Sydney yeah. and he'd have dressed like the flags there on the wall looking like leprechauns <laughs> kind of, um, and um, yeah I, I I try and banish some of those photographs from the forum because it looks mortifying but look that, that, that was life as an immigrant son yes. living abroad but anyway yeah like uh, so fast forward I come to Cork and um uh, uh, th- th- as I get older and I try to f- reflect more and then especially when you have next generation family my eldest sister has she has three nieces and a nephew um, they're at a stage where they're playing um, and they're questioning because they might hear stuff like oh you, uncle you played with Cork and such and such a person told me you won this and, and it only dawns you know at that you know uh, at the moment the significance of the achievements yes. you know but I mean I mean any player tell you, you you can't like you can't celebrate your achievements you know mm. like when you're playing because like I know what, what God for say when you rest you rust you know so I don't know who I like it was a famous golfer but the, and then that's the way it's been, and it's, it'll be the same for the you know the current day hurlers, you know, kind of. And look, like, like we're going to look at players take the field. The son in the All Ireland hurling final, you have TJ Reid. Is he on seven or eight? All yeah. like I mean, the significance of that. And then you have on the other side, they're playing against the Limerick side who are going for four in a row. Um, uh, I'd like bunker stuff all yeah. together like, you know but, uh, what um, like a beautiful and also slightly poignant image of your dad and the two sons and the beer oh like lovely like you get emotional thinking about it yeah no I um and um it's um um I I I I, I, I could see why all of us are who we are because of that upbringing 
Do you know? And I mean, he made a conscious decision himself and mum to probably more dad than mum. <laughs> mum didn't want to leave. Life was too good in Sydney and she had more through her relatives over there. Yeah. When mum came here, it was like she was cut away. I mean, this was early in the 80s. There was no internet. I mean, barely a phone. I forget about it like yeah. you know and then the most I'd say the saddest thing I've ever experienced was mom getting a letter in 1994 um, saying that her mom, my grandmother had passed away but that was a year beforehand like you know she only found out a year afterwards what? yeah like it was uh, like that's uh, I mean 1994 doesn't sound too far away but like you know, when I look back uh, where no, sure, everything is happening. So she would have so, gone at least a year without talking to her own mum. No, easily. like once we left, that was it. She's there gone, was gone. very little. Like my grandmother was on Rotuma, <laughs> an island in the middle of nowhere, in the South Pacific. I mean, there's hardly a phone on the island, like you know. So, but anyway, um, she's that's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, like it's um, like astonishing in ways, you know. Do we? Um, it's only a generation ago. You know, yeah. When you put it that way, yeah. Um, God, your poor mum. So, so, so. Sorry. So back to the point. Um, yeah. Look, it was always in my dad's mind. To, when I, I, I suppose when I was at a stage before teenage years mm. to get us back to Ireland yes. and to experience the great Irish culture and J is a big part of that. The Irish language and. Um, for years, I resented it, Joe. I can know? imagine. Yeah. I hate like for years, I resented coming. Sydney coming sounds, to Cork. Sydney sounds like a better it deal. It does, yeah. but like the more, like the more I get mature, and the more can I like. I I left the rock, and he said, "Dad made the right decision." Mm. You know. Um, and was your was your I, I, forgive me, sorry, I'm, I'm I'm not sure if I'm in right or not. Was your dad? Did your dad see you play for Cork and do great things for Cork? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. So what a Moment wild there. thing to go from the radio in Sydney to then see him out there winning yeah. in Ireland. Yeah. That's my young fella. Yeah. I, anyway, no one dad anyway. Dad'll play it on everything. Like, right. You okay. Know, uh, he's dad'll be the guy at the very corner of the stand, just keeping away from everyone. Like and yes. Um, and then j- t- just just like to see his sons doing well. Yes. Yeah. And did your mum come to enjoy watching GAA? Oh, mum. Mum, you name any sport, mum is there. Right, loves it. Um, 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 I, yeah, I don't know where she got the sporting background because neither her parents played any competitive sport on the island. But mum, I mean, um, obviously Gaelic games would be, you know, because oh, because of our involvement in it over the years, um, but. Any sport, mum would sit down and watch right. and enjoy. She's just a sporty person. Yeah. Too. Yeah, well, look, it, I mean, it's uh, like I said, from 11 to almost doing what Teddy McCarty did and winning one All-Ireland. Like Gerlach Nan says, if you start hurling at six, you're a late starter. So, sorry, <laughs> yeah. I don't know I, that leaves you. And it's funny, I, 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 I get that a lot because I'm on the other side of the fence now. I'm, I keep involved right. by... Coaching a few teams, you know, mainly mainly my own club in the Pearshig, down in Cork. Um, uh, and and I get a hurling is a very technical game which yeah. takes years and years and years and years and years and years and years and, years and, years and yes. even at that, yes, even the best 
don't make it. So that shows you um, if, if an 11 year old pitched up now from the other side of the world to you at Napiershig and someone said, you know, he's going to play for Cork in eight years, you'd be saying. Ah, yeah, you'd probably see. laugh at him. Like, so there you go. Probably you know? tell him to, to so not get real. Because yeah. you play down, you, you, you I mean, I, I, I sense your that humility your dad playing down stuff you'd play down how good you were is my sense of, of you but you must have been a natural to pick up two sports to get to that level to be as skillful as you were you must have just had it whatever it is Um, I wouldn't go as far to say natural but I was driven okay I was driven and then because of that that got me over obstacles probably maybe maybe other people mightn't have got over okay and, so um, that was your great strength almost. Yeah, and um, I mean, you think of it like, you know, um, you leave you leave Sydney, which is the centre of your life, you know, as a 10, 11-year-old, like you're disappointed from the get-go. So I was used to disappointment. And then my first couple of years trying to learn hurling, it was just all disappointment. But I was used to okay. from other aspects of life. I was just use to it and you just get on with it and um, you're not the kid who had everything and then suddenly disheartened at a barrier you're yeah yeah no absolutely not and maybe that was a good grounding you know kind of and it needed to be because like Joe like I I, I look back to my early years starting off hurling like up in the pier like it was just literally given a 36 inch hurley you know like back in those days like you see players now they play with wooden spoons yeah senior the county players like back then you would give it <laughs> up to your knee height uh, uh, of the, like and then off you went and yeah. anything that moved you just pulled yeah <laughs> and and then yeah and if you took out a few of your own players in the process so be it and yeah. and um, uh, but like here comes like so I mean I didn't do it all by myself sure. yeah absolutely so this is where I'm very much indebted to Napiersi which is my own club um, the Northman which was the local secondary school um, which was famous for hurling I mean would have produced great players over the year probably Jack Lynch being probably the most famous down to Tomas Mulcahy Tony Sullivan Teddy McCarthy God rest his soul okay um um, so you're you're going to school and you're walking through corridors with all these fellas, you know, photographs on the wall, and you just want to be inspired and yes. you want to wear the fame blue and white, you know, uh, Northman jersey, and um, uh, and then those two establishments probably like without them, I I don't yeah. think I would have developed, you know, kind of and. And I had, oh man, like if, if, if you look at the quality of coaches that I had growing up in both club and the school, um, um, uh, and what helps as well when you're at that age, um, and he's still my sporting hero, so Tony Sullivan played with Cork in the late 80s, 90s, um, our own, our own old Paris's nickname Baby Jesus, because that man... Literally walking water on a hurling feet. So by following, watching Tony play in Parky Keeve, Simple Stadium, and if Cork got their Ireland's, just following his career kind of helped me embed my yes. dreams. And um, um, and probably the greatest thrill in my hurling career was to play with Tony then afterwards at club level. Oh, fantastic. Um, well, I always knew, like, I mean, you mentioned there the, the work rate and the diligence. I always knew that about you. I remember I, I, I probably would have been 
towards the end of school or in the time you were winning those All-Irelands but reading like a, there was an interview I always remember in the Sunday Times about you and it was um, it was saying things like the morning after winning the All-Ireland you know when everybody else was in bed hung over Sean Ogg you know went out of the hotel in Dublin and went for a run oh. and it also said he always has his a watch story, yeah. <laughs> he always has his watch five minutes fast not a man to be late for things uh, I'll have to correct you there um, <laughs> yes a man to be late for a lot of things okay. ask my wife Siobhan but not late for training okay that, <laughs> because training was top priority but anything other than that um, let's put it this way my punctuality wouldn't be the greatest but yeah I mean that doesn't still stop you putting your watch forward <laughs> by five minutes Uh which I have done. Yes, still, you still do it. Yeah. Okay, it's quarter to is it forty one out fifty three there. So, so die, old habits die hard, <laughs> Joe. Um, so do you do you look at the watch and go, oh, I still have five minutes though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it defeats the purpose. Or yeah, <laughs> but you went for a run the morning after the Ireland. I always remember thinking, that's not your uh, average GAA player. And I know you didn't do it for attention. You were just doing your thing and all the rest. But it. It's, yeah, it's, it's well, something. okay, technically that like a, a white lie that gathered legs over ah, the years. Okay. Um, so here's the long and short of it, right? Um, so any player that gets the experience post-match or on winning night, greatest night of all time, right? But you get no sleep. Yes. Very little sleep, right? Which is grand, okay? So it's coming... Six, half six, seven o'clock now in the Burlington, okay? And I've got no sleep whatsoever. Yeah. And, and you're a teetotaler. I'm a teetotaler, yeah. So you're surrounded by people who've had a few at that stage. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay, I'm cool with that. You're okay. Can I, I've just accustomed it over the years, so it's, it's, it's grand. And and I'm glad you do those things because basically when you look back now, when you're not, for, when yeah. you're not with those players anymore, yeah. It's, it's, it's great that you've had that bond and connectivity and that's where the bonds really fortify. It's in those moments like that where it's like on holiday trips more than what actually happens on training sessions. Okay, so it's, 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 it's half six, seven o'clock. Sean Oga has got very little sleep and I, 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 I and, 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 and the burning is still bananas and I said, I need to get out of here. Right. ASAP, I need to clear my head, I need to get out there, take a time out. <laughs> so I threw on my, I mean, I had to get on my suit, which was covered in beer, okay. So I threw on my shorts and the top and I go for a walk. And it's a usual, and it's the same walk that myself, Don Lowe, Kevin Hartner, John Garner, Tom Kenny would do on the Saturday on the eve before the all Ireland final. Mm. We go for the same walk down Raglan Road, bring it down to the US Embassy and we'll do a loop around, back up and then back into the hotel and we'll have our meal for the evening. So I go on a walk and it's a, it's, it's a chilly morning. Yeah. So on, when I reach the Embassy, I says, ah, affect that. I, 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 like, I'm too cold. So I jog back. Right. People see me coming back and they're adding... <laughs> One and one, and they're getting a gazillion and one. He's a machine. They think I'm after running out the Dunleary and back, yeah. you know, which is far from the. But that's what happened. Well, listen, it's well, like, and then I'm glad I, that I did it because once I went back, I was all refreshed. Yeah. Because the following day, I mean, like you still have responsibilities as a player. The following day, because you know, um, 
you might be asked to talk to media. Yeah. Uh, later on, later on that evening, you go back to your home fans down in Cork. I mean, you have to be in decent shape. Exactly. Well, listen, so. it was a great story, and I'd say every other GAA player in the country went, "Oh my God!" So it probably did you no harm. Can I? Sh- I there's a photo because it's funny. The 21st century GAA player, I would think of like around that time, I think of like McGinney and his biceps oh, and, yeah. and Armagh. Beast. But I also think of Sean Oak. I think of like the 90s lads, like Jesus, that Clare team under like nah, and they all trained hard, don't get me wrong. But it, like there was more attention maybe to diet and physique in the at the, at the turn of the century. And I remember in a paper seeing this photo of you. Now, radio listeners, I, I apologise. YouTube listeners were going to put it up. And I remember thinking... This is not how GA players look. Have a look at this photo here if you're watching YouTube. And look at that fella there. Yeah. Your body yeah. fat percentage there is about two. And I don't know who the fella in the background is, but he's not taking off his top next to you. <laughs> well, the fella in the background is the great Gerard Hartman. Right. The famous sports physio. Yes. Terrorist down in Limerick. That's who's right. synonymous with working with Sonia Sullivan and the Kenyan runners. Yes. So that's the great Gerard Hartman. Um, if he's listening, Joe, uh, hello. Um, I, uh, and then here's another thing. I mean, Jesus, you're, I mean, Look talk about it. skeletons coming out of the wardrobe now. Um, my connection with Joe Hartman only came about because I was involved in a bar car crash. Oh, yes. And I met smithereens in my right knee. Yes. My kneecap just completely came off. In 01. In 01, correct. Yeah. yeah. In 01. And so, after the car crash, my kneecap is halfway up my leg. Yeah. But I didn't know it was my kneecap. I thought it was just bad swelling on my toy. And it was only later on that night um, in Nina Hospital, they kind of broke the severity of the injury. So I get operated, get my patella tendon stitched back again. Um, I'm taught by... I, I, I'm told by medics that I'd be lucky enough to walk properly, not alone run. Right. Um, but um, here's where I must give great credit to Dr. Con Murphy, who's been the Cox Sports Medical Doctor for... Forever. Since 1884, right? <laughs> yeah. Can, uh, since, since when they... Uh, long time anyway, 40 years plus, yeah. okay? And uh, um, so... So after my operation, Dr. Khan comes visit me uh, in the CUH and, he's, uh, and he says, look, you, it, it's a bad one, Ogie. Kind of, um, and um, he says, look, not many, not many people will come back from this, but knowing you, you will. And Joe, man, that's all I needed oh, to hear. Yeah. That's all. Whether he believed it or not, I'd, I'd imagine if I'd have the conversation with Khan, he probably, Khan, did you actually believe that? He'd probably tell it no. Not in a million years, but that's all I needed. And so through my injury, uh, and I needed someone, probably the best. I needed the best to get me back, back yeah. running properly. And that's how I came in connection with Joe Hartman. And nearly every, it, twice a week, I'd go from Cork up to Limerick and he'd work on my leg. And nice. so it took about a year to get back. back. Well, it took me a year to get back, so I missed the rest of 01. Mm. I mean, the car crash happened literally like three days before the first 100 months of championship. I was up in Dublin doing a promotion thing for Guinness at the time who we were sponsored in the Ireland Championship, so I was 
running late from Dublin. I was driving, rushing back to get for seven o'clock train and like, what a gambi, you know? And um, and then I was involved in the accident a couple of days ago. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, that was the last year of the the knockouts, right. you know, first one. So Cork were beaten by Limerick that Sunday. So it was, I didn't lose much that year, if you yeah. understand what I'm saying. It wasn't like Cork had to go through qualifiers and I missed out in more games. Yeah. So, uh, so Joe Hartman, with the help of Joe Hartman, I got back playing the following year. Um, you're, but, in, you're in ridiculous, he got you into ridiculous shape by the looks of things. Yeah, yeah look. Um, uh, I, um, Will you stop now? That, I mean, was, that was on calendars a, for the Housewives of Ireland for their uh, next year. Uh, come on, year. Joe, please. <laughs> if um, you see any more, I won't fit out this door. I no, no, can I? Anyway. And was, were, you, were you ever the same again with your knee? Was your knee the same? No, touch wood, Joe, man. I, I, I tell you what, I've had no recurrences really, yeah. or recurrences. When, when you took the field again, could you move as well and turn and twist and everything? Or were you? Well, here's the thing. In 2002, when I got back playing, um, I was well off, you, you know. Sure? I yeah. was, I, I, I was just well off. Like my, my knee was, my my injury was rehab, but I was just well off the pace. Like, and I, the mind just wanted to be there, but I couldn't be there. You know, I, I couldn't get to the break of the ball. Um, and 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 it took a year probably playing underneath my belt in or two, in two thousand or two, to get back to pre-accident form, which was two thousand and three. Then I started yeah. to get back to um but you did get back eventually yeah i like yeah. i did and um I, 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 it's funny it's i i i i tend to dismiss it in my career because i like i mean like just if i didn't get back yeah that would probably uh, yeah he was the guy that was dogged by a car crash but the fact that I was lucky enough to get back playing and then had another good couple of years yes. on top of that and like being involved with a few or all in winning teams, it, it, it's, it's forgotten about. Yes, you know? yeah, but, it's forgotten about. But like... Um, but geez, it was no joke to go through, clearly. Yeah, but I mean, keeping in team with my life growing up, you, you, you just, I'm just used to disappointment. Such a strange you're way just to... just used to disappointments and then you just bounce back, react and... Yeah. You, like, you, 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 you go at it. You know? do, you, do you feel like that's, you're shaped that way, that... that I'm used to disappointment. Does that apply to today when you get a setback? You just power on through. It's ah, no, you, no you, 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 like, you, don't get me wrong. Like, you're obviously initially disappointed, yeah. And you take stock of what's happened, and then you try to process what I need to do, and then the following day, then you just you go. Kinda, I yeah. mean, like, it's funny over the years, like, and don't don't you worry. I've shared a lot of like losing dressing rooms, like, in you know. Uh, uh, either with the club or with Cork, I like, like I, I, I don't shed a tear, and just because of that, you just don't like. You just, you just know tomorrow's gonna come again, and then you get at it, mm. you know. Um, and and then you tend not to, tend not to dwell too much. And the um, the three All Irelands that you won. So this this great Cork team, '99, uh, you marked DJ in the final. Average age of 22. Yeah. It's a young very, Cork very team. Very young team, yeah. In 04 in the rain, you mark Henry. What Henry says about that day against Cork is, I walked off knowing the better man won that day in Sean Oak. I've marked a lot of great defenders over the years. He's as good as any of them. I would rank him right at the top, said Henry of the 04. And then 05, the two in a row, your captain. Yeah. Beat Galway. Make the speech in Irish. 
I saw you say the only regret is that I didn't say a few words in, in Rotum. Yeah, I, oh man, I wish I had that time back again because every time I see mum, she's just a reminder that why didn't I do it, lad? Jesus, yeah. why didn't I do it? And I, whenever I, I, I try to chill out with mum as much as I can because it's the only, I mean, I don't go back to Fiji. You know, I yeah. rarely go back. I mean, the last time I was there was 20 years ago. Right. I hope to go back there again. Um, so she's my only connection mm. with. And that's what I like to, just to remind me that that is another part of me. Mm. And um, she, so whenever I go visit her, she cook Rotuman dishes. I talk Rotuman. I can still talk, not greatly, but I can still talk my mom's language. Right. And then she'll throw on music from back home and it's it's funny, it's the, it's, it's the flip side now. Mum does that to bring her back home. Yes. Where dad was doing that, you know, 40 years ago yes. to bring her back yes. home. It's amazing and, the, the parallels uh, there, yeah. And, uh, and then she'd get, up in the, she'd, get, like, she'd get up in the middle of the kitchen and then she'd do her retum and dance and kind of, it's, yeah. Bizarre, Joel. Not but at all. Uh, no, it's, 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 um, it's beautiful. Yeah, God, um, it's amazing. You put it that way. You're, yeah, you're but like, why didn't I? Ah, oh, oh, hun. If I if I afford no hun, no suffect tipo ma. If no red ahiwak, no le fiang rotuma. But like, ah, oh, it, it it kills me. But Joel, come here. What's what's done is done, and yeah. kind um. But ah, but they were great years, Joel. You know, um, what, like what they what, were. What a team is like, a team of like such personality more than like serious people and like innovative thinkers about the game like Dunlogue short puck outs yeah. and the running game and like Cork County Board will strike if we feel we, we have to strike as young men and I know like there's regrets with that as well but of course there is yeah and even we were saying outside before you came in like almost the last generation to not wear a helmet like Arthur outside who loves his hurling he was, I was we were saying Sean O's coming in and, and he just said jeez no helmet was beautiful though wasn't it <laughs> yeah everybody knew you were you know and look I I, I, I get the safety part of it I, you ah, know yeah. I do I do it I do. to happen but there was something magical it's funny Joe right and I, I keep on saying this to people and then they wouldn't like that have the safest place to be is in the middle of a monster hurling final or hurling final with no helmet because I mean think of it like you're you're involved in a game where everyone like their skill levels is at the highest of the highest do you know what I mean yeah. there's no there's no late strike there's no fault there's no lazing it's sharp it's sharp Precision. like it is like the room for getting a nick do you know is very small do you know can I, I mean you're more because everyone you're more likely to get injured in in a club challenge yes. game in okay. February than you are but but come here I do get the safety part of it and I mean the helmets are in but yeah I mean the downfall to that is some of our best hurlers at the moment are they wouldn't recognise them no. if they walked down the street which is a shame yeah it is do you know and it's true like you really like, wouldn't which is a shame yeah. like I'd love to see a day where Especially where helmets were like you'd walk up O'Connell Street and you'd have the best Limerick, you know, all the Limerick and Kilkenny hurlers in photographs on O'Connell Street with no helmet on, so they'd know, like, oh yeah, TJ Reid looks like that, or someone, or, or 
Keen Lynch looks like that without the helmet on. Like I, I do feel on TV they could do a lot more with like the pictures, of fellas. If they have a score, or they're down injured, or they're just good idea. Talked about. Just yeah. get their faces on the TV a bit more. Good, uh, but you're right. Yeah, what it is. Where I mean, even my nephew, know who's grown up playing, he's eight years of age. Yeah. Darren, like he just, he just thinks like if he looks at footages from, he thinks <laughs> it's like Braveheart I'm stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, but yeah, uh, but. You nail it. When people talk about, say, my career, I says, ah, the key is you need to, you need to play with great players. Yeah. And then I was fortunate enough to be in the period where, um, and then all like all the players around that time, they weren't all the same age. Like you had Brian Cochran, who was at the latter end of Brian Cochran was coming into his early thirties. Myself, Don Log, Dermot, Timmy Mac. Jodine, we were all the same age, yeah. kind of around, you know, 26, 27. Then you had another generation like John Gardner, Tom Kenny, the two O'Connor twins, Ronan Curran, who were younger. You know, they were like five, six years younger, but it was, we just gelled well, you yeah. know, between those three different, like, and, and we would have came off back of successful minor and 21 teams. Do you know what I mean? Kind of at different stages, yeah, mm-hmm. but... We seem to gel well, and and I mean, it's well and good to have a great like to have a great team with great players. But I mean, you need a management team to gel out that you know gel all that yeah, together. Yeah. And then I mean, that's where Don O'Grady and John Allen, who were the managers in those years, and then backroom team, you know, kind of um, guys that had the selectors with them. Mm. Um, 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 but ninety nine is a special one because it's 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 the first one, yeah. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah it's the first one, and 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 then and then who's it done with? I had Jimmy Barry Murphy then as the manager yeah. then, no, like, you know. So um, I mean, Jimmy didn't need to say much, like right. You just went through. You you you, you go through the wall of China. Yeah. When you had someone as iconic as Jimmy, I I, I never saw Jimmy play, you know, but like. I mean, geez, he's he's probably the next fella after Jack Lynch, do you know, down in Cork, or Christy Ring. Like, the, the, the way people view him well, down, a, down, uh, down below. It's, and, always, it's um, always funny on Sky Sports when they ask Roy Keane who his favourite sports person there is. There you go, no. <laughs> he says Jimmy Barry Murphy. Yeah. Um, uh, and then see, can I, uh, I regret not seeing Jimmy playing. Yeah. I didn't live in Cork when Jimmy played. Do you know, can I? I wish I had of. Do you know, my probably love for Jimmy would be triple fold. Do you know, but but to have to have someone like Jimmy Jimmy Barry as the manager and 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 like I re- I remember he said very little coming up to the ninety nine final to me, but he said, "Look, I know you won't let me down." Right. Like even just that, Jesus, man, Joe, come on. <laughs> <laughs> If you couldn't hurl after that, lad, Jesus, man. That's like, great, yeah. Uh, d- don't turn up, lad. Were, were they, like, as magical, 04 and 05 and the two in a row, like, are, are those weeks and those nights and those matches as kind of magical and, and vivid as you would hope they might be? Oh, no. But, oh, back then? Yeah. Um, like, they must have been amazing, especially with all your mates around you. Like, it was a brother-in-arms kind of vibe about that team. Yeah, they were, they, they, we were a close group. Mm. Um, um, I guess the, 
the loss in 03 probably galvanised yeah. a lot of us. It was probably one that we felt that one that slipped away, you know, kind of um, talking to my Kilkenny friends, they'd argue that 03 was the payback for 1999 yes. because they felt that that was the one that slipped away from them and we unexpectedly won that final. Um, um, but there's like, there, that sport for you. Like, yeah. it, you know, the ones you expect to win, you don't win and vice versa. So you really, or three galvanised. And I remember that winter, lad. I, 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 I still say it to this day, I never train as hard with a team than O3. Right. The winter of O3 going into O4. O4 yeah. And I know it's easy to say no because we won it eventually in O4. But there was an air of this is O's. Like, yeah, steel. This is this yeah. is O's. Um, and then things were going according to plan until we met Ken McGrath, John Milan and company uh, in the middle of July in 04 that year. And they pip us by two, three points. And you're saying like, oh man, is this like, this wasn't... This isn't going as per the script yeah. that we had in our head, but uh, come here and and we had to take a detour, but we eventually got got back to the end. And then yeah, like, um, and really probably the icing in the cake was meeting Kilkenny in the final. Like if we probably had it beaten anyone else in that final, it probably wouldn't have meant as much because uh, it was nice. It was nice retribution from the year before. Mm. Do you know, um, I mean, but little did I know, <laughs> little did I know, Joe, what was there? Well, come down the tracks three, three, four years after that. Oh, they, like, they might have won the war, potentially, it's fair to say. Yeah, absolutely. They, yeah, but was they did, a, they did win they the did, war, Joe. Let's, let's get that on record. I like, <laughs> we won argue. the battle, but they won the war. Like, was, I mean, was it as bitter, you know, the Stepford Wives and around the, the GPA and the strikes and stuff? And obviously you just kept meeting each other. You were clearly the two best teams in the country. Was it as bitter for you personally? Did, like, did you hate the sight of them? Um, okay. I, I feel like some lads in the Cork team hated them, but I don't know. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, correct. Um, you don't strike I, 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 I like the way you put that. Yeah. Like, you, you, know, you don't strike I don't, I, I don't play a sport to hate. Yes. I, I hate losing yeah. and I hated losing to Kilkenny especially. Yeah. Because they were the only county, one of few counties that will put manners on you, on a hurling pitch. You walk home or you go home after a game thinking you know it all, and then you say, "Oh Jesus, yeah, I've a lot to learn here." And plus, your knuckles be destroyed after playing Kilkenny. <laughs> it's just the way they play. They're just flick, flick, and he, if your hand goes near the ball at all, that ball is gone along with your three knuckles. And I've never, I've never had to put as many ice packs on my knuckles than after <laughs> going home, Joe. Yeah. It's just, but I say that out of admiration. Totally, absolutely. So, um, I, 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 do I hate Kilkenny? Absolutely not. Mm. I hated losing to him, but because of that, we like, and then that's what sport needs. Sport needs. We needed Kilkenny at that time to drive us on, and vice versa. Yeah, but some in that dressing room definitely. Could yeah, not they probably, stand they probably, and 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 then they must have their own hidden reasons. So yeah. be it, yeah. you know. So be it. But I never took a feel. I, I never took the feel to play with Cork. They hate the opposition yeah. team. Like it's not in my makeup. Like, no, you, know? you, you wouldn't strike it's, me. As it's that not. Story. I like. I, 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 I just play it. I enjoy it. If you win, happy days. If you're not. 
shake shake the opponent's hand, well done, and then and then and then you just hope that you get a chance the following year or soon again. And, and you know, then and you know the style of hurling, the short pokeouts, the running hurling. Yeah. Like who's driving that? There's a real intelligence about all that. There's a real like thinking people <laughs> driving that. Ah, uh, you, like you, you, you'd imagine the master, the mastermind behind that would have been like a combination of Don Logue and Don O'Grady. Right. Um, and the rest of you were happy. I to was, follow. I like, I, 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 I was never privy to those conversations, other than when Don O'Grady was saying, "Look, if the option is on, Don Logue will play short. If the option is on, mm, okay. but, but." But make sure you're available for that option. Okay. And if it played short, you just got comfortable with it. You know, you received it, turn around, and then you were looking for a fella like Tom Kenny or Jerry O'Connor to run off your shoulder or run in current, and you just pop it. Yeah. And then on we go. Yes. Um, but I like I was was I privy to the initial conversations that this was going to be. <laughs> Revolutionally moved? No, 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 no whatsoever. I was just, uh, I was just a foot soldier. Foot soldier. Just, uh, but, but everyone was happy to buy into it and liked it and thought it was the way to go. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, don't look really. He's not a fella that you'd. Uh, <laughs> if he, if he, if he said this is what we're gonna do, he'd say any questions, but no one would. Fair enough. No one would even know he would. He would. He would put out that question. Any questions, guys? But no one. You just. Get on with yeah. it. You just trusted the manager, and 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 then you'd imagine Don Log, because he is central to that restart. Yes. you know, game plan like the Shaw Poco. So you'd imagine he would have been thinking about this. Like, and I mean, if you if you look at what he's, you know, I I mean, you we get maybe when he was playing people didn't get a glimpse of his you know genius yes, kind of and brain but people do when they see his analysis yes. and he thinks differently let's put it that way to me or anyone else when it comes to hurling and and i suppose in some respects where hurling is now in terms of ball retention and short passing that's almost the logical conclusion of what she kind of started in a big way do you like the current game do you enjoy sitting down and the way it's played um I mean, like, what's not what's not to like about a team scoring two twenty five or you know? So the scores seem to be, um, uh, so from that point of view, there's nearly a score a minute, you know, which is which is good for the spectator. Um, um, I um, uh, I'm intrigued by strategies now that teams adopt. You know, um, I mean, it's kind of gone on more than. Like we, you're talking about autumn. That's ten, eleven years. Like that's passe. No, at this stage, you know. So I'm intrigued by what teams do. Um, oh, they've taken it to another level now. There's no uh, doubt. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and they've fine-tuned a shorter game. Um, more old short game was more with hand passes, but they're able to find balls through traffic in twenty meters or thirty meter dinks. You know, kind of, which is very impressive. Yeah. Um, I feel I don't appreciate how much skill that takes, actually. Oh, Joe, it's yeah. like... Because they make it look vision easy. Vision number one, yeah. risk, um, precision, um, even down to the fine, like, even down to the art of how you strike the ball off the hurley, you know, kind of, especially if he's not directly ahead and you're trying to hit a diagonal ball, kind of, um, uh, through a gap where you need to put a bit of a spin on it. Yes. Like, oh, it's... But you look at the two teams that will go next on it, they'll do that. That's... No. 
like that part of their repertoire is like that's boring to them. Like, I know. They, know they do make it look easy but it couldn't be you know that's the beauty that's that's what I tell my pupils that's the beauty about training should be boring it's boring to you and it should be boring to you but the likes of Joe that's seen it for the first time and he's mesmerised by this like but it should be boring who's um, going to win oh Sonny um, <laughs> if Chupi no no hope neither team win <laughs> because <laughs> it just means if Kilkenny win they go another honour ahead of Cork Yeah, they'll go to 37 we're still hanging in on 30 Limerick it's, if Limerick win it's another step closer even though Limerick have a bit to go but yeah. like kinda, they've made great inroads over the last five years um, uh, if okay if I was to pick a winner I'd probably edge it slightly towards Limerick and I rarely go against Kilkenny in all Ireland finals. Rarely. Like, there's, there's four certain things in life. Like, <laughs> you have birth, death, taxes, and Kilkenny winning all Ireland. They rarely lose. And I can't believe myself saying it, but I think the current black and amber are disguised in Limerick and green. Mm. Um, um, and, but Limerick, no. And this is the main reason why I think Limerick will. Limerick know that they need to produce their A game. If they don't, if there's any drop at all, Kilkenny will capitalise. I have no doubt about it. So, And because of that pressure in the back of Limerick's minds, they will deliver. Yes, and they they're, they're a seasoned team. I mean, there was going to be trouble once they got out of Munster. And they've, after getting out of Munster and the running now, is, it's not like a week on it's not like week after week like the Munster Championship they got a couple of weeks left coming into the Galway game um, and for a team at their stage and they were playing they didn't need to be slogging it out no. week after week so I think it's just sitting nicely for Limerick and you'd imagine Aaron Glan has been their star performer all year um, where in other years it's been someone like Garrod Hagerty or Keane Lynch Um there's a few Limerick players. I'd imagine John Kiley would be expecting big performances from them. They're due big performances. Yeah. Um, uh, and the fact that you've done it before, you know what's in there before. Where, um, And I hate saying this because you don't associate this with Kilkenny, but you'd imagine outside of TJ Reid and Owen Cody, like, you have other players that need to play the games of their lives for Kilkenny to win yes like that's a fair summary yeah so look uh, Limerick just about to shade it but if Kilkenny win it doesn't surprise me because I'm just used to Kilkenny winning all Ireland yeah you're used to disappointment in life and Kilkenny winning that's what I'm taking what a combination <laughs> you know. uh, it's funny to wrap up I asked you before we started will you be at the game and you said oh no I'll be helping out in my wife's coffee shop yeah so yeah, you're not going to see the game. It's, it's funny, Joe. No, I I won't see the All Ireland final. And you know, uh, you're working. Are you working full time as well? Uh, so I work a full time job. Yes, coffee uh, shop at the weekends. I work with a company, Procure.ie. Okay. They employ John Small and Dean Rock up in Dublin. Okay. So I work for them down in uh, down in Cork. Um, they're energy brokers. And then I I tell my wife it's just out of love that <laughs> I, I I I give her a hand. She's been running a coffee business for the last three years. 
where she's from in Inishannon in Cork, lovely village going towards West Cork. Sorry, for the last three years, I mean, she started it during COVID. Yeah. Right. And it's an interesting time to start a business. I know. I know. <laughs> she, she, like like all of us, Joe, she had a dream years ago. Right. But the only person that was stopping that dream was who? You're looking at him okay. here. Okay. So, um, thought she was daft. Do you know when she was on about this 20 years ago? Like, and, uh, but anyway, she started off and it's been going from strength to strength for her. And yeah. what's the name? She gets Quirky Kitchen. Quirky Kitchen. Kitchen. So, Quirk is her uh, maiden name. Okay. She still uses her maiden name, something I'm not happy about. But anyway, good she's honor. Good honor. She's good honor. <laughs> um, so, Quirky Kitchen, yeah. So, I'll be. So, if anyone wants to share the All on a File with me at the Quirky Kitchen, by all means. Be on Gantep and we'll follow Twitter or we'll follow some kind of social media platform to, um, to but yeah, that's what I get up to know Joe most weekends. Good man. Okay. And now you're, you're a coffee connoisseur now. I don't even drink coffee. Oh, Joe. I know. Do you have a vice? I mean, what's your problem? Uh, uh, <laughs> um, do, do I have a vice? Uh, oh, I know. You're looking too good for a man of 46 as well. You look like you still it's play. just for men, Joe, boy. When did you uh, stop playing club? Uh, i say my last year was 2016, my last year. Okay. And then ever since then, I've just been engrossed in... Coaching. Involved in teams in my own club. Because you still look super fit, genuinely. Like, are you working uh, hard um, to keep fit? Watch what I eat, mainly. Mm. I mean... That discipline hasn't left. No, not really, because, um, I mean, you have to be ultra careful when you finish playing because, you know, like that, if you're not expending X, <laughs> but if you're inhaling Y, like, you know, like, yes, yes, the equation yeah. doesn't work that way. So, I I, 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 I just be careful with what I eat. Um, I try and do exercise, not as much as I'd like to, because I could be out four nights a week, do you know, training. in the evenings, training teams. Um, uh, I, I just keep on telling this distress of being involved with teams. Gotta, um, uh, and uh, yeah, and I mean. That's life. Th 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 that's it. That's it. Okay, yeah. so you can be found in the quirky kitchen on Sunday when the All-Ireland final's on and most weekends. Call in to me, guys. Coffee. Yeah, anyone near there, just call in to me. And and, will, um, you ever, will you ever go into management management at a senior level like let's uh, winning things Cor would be would being cork manager be a thing that you'd have your eye on down the line oh that's a serious question joe are you looked to ask those questions i don't know you know um management different like a different gig like different gravy um um i, I so i'd like to be involved in cork teams doing well yeah. absolutely you know kind of uh and then like thankfully oh underage for the last couple of years have been performing yes, well do you yeah. know either at minor or on a 20 at senior level I mean it's not lost to me and other people in Cork were nearly coming 20 years since we last won it like mm. so would I like to be part of a setup? do you know what I mean to bring success at senior absolutely will it be in the management capacity probably not mm. do you know um 
there's a role there for something s- someone like me okay good. even a gopher role I'll no i don't i'll take it <laughs> i don't doubt there is uh listen we've taken up your, enough of your time and i should say you were here with thanks to board gosh energy so off the ball has teamed up with the senior hurling championship sponsors board gosh energy to uncover stories highlighting the positive impact hurling has had on people's lives i dare say you'd uh, qualify for that uh, full competition details go to boardgoshenergy.ie forward slash BGEGAA. Uh, great to catch up with you. We spoke 10 years ago in a studio, so it's good to do a catch up. You're looking, have you. you're looking the same. No, listen, I'm telling old Joe, what's your secret, lad? Uh, I, I, there's no secret to me. Uh, trust me. Right. Sean O'Gohalpin, what a pleasure. Good to see you again. Lovely, Joe. Thanks. Come on. Thank you. All right. Great stuff. Hurling on Off The Ball with Board Gosh Energy. Hurling, it's anyone's game.